Every day, I would look in the mailbox hoping for a letter. Would this be the day that it would come? And then one day, it was there. A pre-addressed envelope that said to Amma and Papi, Yay! Our oldest had written to us from overnight camp. I ripped open the letter, but my excitement soon turned to dread. Welcome to Possibilities with me, Hina Khan. I've been a coach and psychotherapist for well over a decade. And after working with hundreds of clients, here's what I've come to know. The only thing holding us back from a larger, more expansive life is our mindset. I'm going to help you break through your mental barriers and unlock infinite possibilities. Hello, thank you. Thank you so much for being here. By the way, have you joined my Facebook group, Hina Success Circle, yet? If not, the link is in the description. That's where you can ask questions and where you and I can connect in real time. All right, back to that letter. It was short, and in caps he wrote, Come and get me now. I hate it here. It is very stressful. Now, before I tell you what I did next, I must give you the backstory. If you don't know, my family is South Asian. I was born and brought up here in Canada, but that's the part of the world that my parents are from. And as such, there are certain things that my peers did growing up that I did not do because my parents could literally not get their head around it. And camp was one of of those things. Camping, for sure. Us going... To the wilderness, to pitch a tent? No, that wasn't happening. I jokingly say, my people don't camp. So when the idea of overnight camp was first presented as an option for our oldest, I honestly could not imagine sending him. I couldn't get my head around it. I did not understand. It's like, I do not understand. So you you drop off your children and then you do not see them for weeks or a month and you do not talk to them and you're leaving them with strangers. Like these are people that you don't even know. I just, I don't, it's not computing. So I had to go to my very good friend, Mara. Bless her heart. She's one of the nicest people I know. We've been friends for over two decades. She did overnight camp when she was a kid and she has sent all her three children to overnight camp. And her kids are great. And after we talked, she really turned me around. Like, she really convinced me that this would be great. And I have to admit, the idea of him being in nature for a month without technology was was so appealing. But the mom voice inside of me was having a hard time with this. Like, what if he got sick? And this was a big one for me. What if he wasn't warm enough at night? Since he was born, this was the one thing that I would stress about. Is he too cold? Is he too hot? Does he need more layers? What if he was sad? What if he was sad? What if he was homesick? In any case, I did send him, but I didn't tell my mom right away. Come on, people, one thing at a time. So we drop him off, say our goodbyes, and make peace with the fact that we won't be able to communicate with him while he's there. After the first week, we get a message from his counselor telling us he's doing great. He's doing great. He's loving it. He's adapting well and that he's a real joy. 
Wow. Oh my gosh. I felt my shoulders drop. What a huge relief. Then, a few weeks later, this letter arrived. The one I told you about. The one in caps. I immediately took a screenshot of the letter and emailed it to the camp because they needed to see this evidence. And then I called them. Is he okay? What the heck is going on? They told me he's fine. He was just getting frustrated with canoeing. (sighs) I wanted to go up there. Seriously, I was ready to put on my shoes, grab the car keys, and just go. I wanted to see him. Why did I listen to Mara? Why? But I did not go, and I did not rescue him. Now it's time to pick him up from the bus stop. I am anxiously awaiting for him to come off so I can see his face and see, is he okay? He jumps out, is like bouncing towards us, gives me the biggest hug, and then looks up at me and says, I can't wait to go back next year. Of course I'm happy, but what the heck happened? Eventually, I ask him about the letter. Do you know what? He doesn't even remember it at first. And then he says, oh, yeah, that. That was because passing the canoe test was hard and they wanted it to be perfect, but I did pass. You know, I really took time to reflect on this. I thought, wow, if I went and rescued him that day, I would have robbed him from seeing what he was capable of. The struggle is part of the process. It's how we grow our wings. We need something to push against to grow our muscles. It reminded me of this one time when we had a baby bird in our backyard on the ground. So there it is, looking so helpless. Oh my gosh. Every time we would go out, the adult birds would swoop down close to us, telling us to stay the F away. And when we retreated, those adult birds would go back up to a higher perch, watching their baby bird struggle. Honestly, it felt mean. It felt mean and it felt cruel. But what I came to understand was they were allowing the baby to find its wings to develop the muscle to fly. And if we interfered in the process, which I really wanted to do, if we were to save it or lift it up to make it easier, we would actually be sending that bird to its death because it would not have the skills to survive. So are you really seeing this? Is this landing with you? The struggle is part of the process. And those times that you wish someone would come and save you, because Lord knows I've had those times, it's an opportunity for you to save yourself. I love, love, love the way my client Andrea put it. She said, you are your own rescue. Many times we interpret problems as a reason to abandon our goals or give up, not recognizing the gifts that they provide. When we choose to do something beyond our current level, we are disrupting ourselves. We're back at the beginning of the process, a process that we haven't mastered. We're not going to get it right away. We kind of fumble and fail our way to mastery. But the failures will provide us with feedback for our next best steps. And that 
is how we build the muscle for our next level. That is how we will break through our mental boundaries. Understanding this can give you so much comfort. And when you want to hold tightly to the old, revert back to safety, write your come and get me letter, it's time to release your grip and ease up. Here's the thing. You have to do it. Only you can, but you don't have to do it by yourself. Just like that bird had to build the strength of its wings so it could fly, it did so under the watchful eye of Mama and Papa Bird. My oldest passed that canoe test under the watchful eye of his counselors. I tell this to my clients all the time. You will have aha moments because I'm really good at what I do. You're going to have breakthroughs, but it's going to be up to you to implement them. And as you do, I, I am with you every step of the way. As you know, we end each episode with gratitude. So let's do that now. If you can, go ahead, grab pen and paper, or simply open up notes on your phone. Now, if you can't, don't worry about it. Just close your eyes, connect with your breath. Inhale. And exhale. I want you to think about a situation that allowed you to grow your wings. What was a time in your life that was really tough, but you stuck it through? Think of those times. Write those times down. Be grateful for those times. I would love to hear what those times were. Remember, you can always connect with me on Facebook in my group, Hina Success Circle. What I love about that is that's where you and I can connect in real time. You can ask questions or just share what's coming up for you. Also, if you're listening to this and thinking, I want a coach. I want um, somebody to be with me every step of the way. Just again, go to the description and click the link to my coaching program and sign up. It's that easy. 
And if you love this episode, could you do me a favor? Will you rate it or write a review? Because when you do that, it helps us reach more people. I so, so, so appreciate it. And I will meet you here next time on Possibilities. This episode was produced by Stephanie Phillips, presented by the Frequency Podcast Network.